Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, this is the podcast for creatives, thinkers and doers, New Amsterdam, Football Boys here. I'm kind of in the mayor's satellite office if you guys know me i'm based out there in los angeles but my true home is new york city and i'm actually here this week hanging with the family um which is interesting because i realize everyone has their own name and phrase for family in fact one of my friends call it the fam bam and i rolled my eyes so hard i couldn't believe it new amsterdam radio part of the new amsterdam radio network kwamsterdam.com you can follow the show at new amsterdam on instagram and at new underscore amsterdam on that twitter my guest on this episode, a special episode, is Carlos Lastras. Someone has done so much uh, in two different parts of the world, being a creative director, uh, freelancing, making it happen as an entrepreneur, and being able to sit down with him just to figure out his idea, his journey, his advice has been a highlight of my day, if not my week. So you'll definitely enjoy that. Before I go over to our talk with Carlos, I just want to say if you haven't already, there's many ways you can support New Amsterdam. We have some cool shirts available at the shop, flobito.threadless.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.threadless.com. And there's patreon.com slash flobo-boys. That's where you can unlock bonus editions of episodes, show notes, and more. Please do it. Please support the show as we roll on. Uh, without any further ado, my chat with Carlos Lestres. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creators. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boys, in the new mayor's office, hanging with people who are doing big things, like my guest today. We always talk about this show is for creatives. Well, Carlos Lasmus is a creative and a half. How's it going, sir? Everything good. Everything here, live in China. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're all experiencing the, the lockdown and everything. So just trying the best to, to, get, to get the best of it, right? Yeah, so let's let's get started. Creative director, creative consultant. You're living in China now, but you're not from China originally. Uh, what made you decide That's to right. make that jump? So about six, seven years ago, I, I got a job offer. Uh, I'm originally from Costa Rica. Then I was traveling in Asia, and then I, I got some folks to invite me to China. And once I came here, I fell in love. I mean, I fell in love with the Chinese culture, uh, the way they work, and I felt I, I could learn a lot. So I decided to move here. Then, like about two years later, I was like, no, uh, this is going to be my new home. And then I decided to, to to make China my like my home, to, to, to be like an expat. Yeah. And, and so when you decided uh, to leave Costa Rica to go to China, it was like your friends and family all about it. Were they great? Or they're like, whoa, new adventures. Are you sure you want to do this? What, what was their thing about? No, no, my, my family is actually pretty supportive. They saw me excited by, by the idea of traveling to, to Asia. They kind of knew I, I didn't have any idea what I was going to do, to be honest, but they were like, he, he will figure it out. And then after a while, I was like, no, guys, I'm, I'm actually pretty stable and I'm doing these things. Yeah. And I miss them a lot, but they are, they are happy that I'm happy. Oh, excellent. So, and you're living in Beijing now or? No, I'm in Shenzhen. It's like in the southeast oh, of right. China. It's a good, oh, good okay. weather, good weather. Okay, great. And you get to work on your craft in, in a whole new territory. So you're a creative director. Uh, what does that mean for someone who doesn't quite understand what that is? Can you explain what that is to us? Yeah, of course. So being a creative director is uh, can, can be applied to a lot of different industries. 
in terms of what you need to check is how the creative process is being applied to certain things. Right now, I work, for example, with a factory that they create light therapy devices, and then I need to get involved in things like how is the user experience? How are we going to sell the product online, the marketing and the branding? So it's like everything around um, the creative process of a certain thing. Uh, but I also help other companies like to improve their branding and their image or mm -hmm. check their marketing or a simple thing like, okay, just web design. So is anything related basically with, uh, let's say, digital, digital design and digital development of brands, devices, and so on. Was that the original dream or were you doing something else and were inspired to pivot into that kind of line of work? Yeah, actually, I don't think any creative director started as a creative director you kind of kind of need to build it right and and i i started as a software developer then i moved more into the design and marketing and then i ended up like like putting everything together and, and handling like more like in a management way mm -hmm. so I, I i believe every creative director is, is like that they just like evolve into that position because they have been working on it and they know how to manage it so always always related to design right and, and being very creative but it's not like a, like a decision that one day i say okay to, to them i'm gonna be a creative director <laughs> just somehow you just you keep working and then you see somebody's like hey carlos is a creative director and you're like all right that, that yeah. works for me yeah yeah well, a lot of times we, i ask creatives like but when when they decided getting into their line of work and when they decide that what they had had value you know a lot of times we all have ideas mm -hmm. but then it takes a lot of us to go wait wait our ideas can help others and so i'm always curious yeah. more about your story and how you got into that line of work you know yeah it's actually precisely i was i was in hanjo in another city and then this company hired me to give a design thinking workshop then I come to this city, that one I'm currently right now. I was doing the workshop, and then the CEO was like, "Carlos, man, I, I love the way you you handle the things, and then how are you handling the team? Uh, we we want to offer you a place here." And then I saw the weather and saw the city. I was like, "Yeah, why not? Let's try. It. I think I can I can make it work because I, the, the weather is important. You learn that the weather is important when you move to a cold place." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, that's how I ended up here, and then more and more involved into the this management creative part. So the very nature of work, especially creative work, changed a lot uh, in the fallout of the pandemic of 2020. And what's been your experience before, during, and can I say after <laughs> the original lockdowns? Mm -hmm. So what's been uh, the biggest change you've seen? So I can say before things were more. I, I try always to work remotely and mm -hmm. I have been working remotely like for 12 years, but before the pandemic was like kind of people already knew the role, the specific role they want for people to work remotely. And it was like very clear after the pandemic was like, okay, everybody, at least during the pandemic, everybody needs to be remote. It was chaos. I remember it was, it was a chaos because uh, you have certain positions, for example, uh, the purchases of materials. There's people that need to be in contact with other people and actually see the physical material to, to make a device. And now they are at home and then they need to send everything to each other. And, and it's like crazy. After kind of, okay, we can go back to the office and you still can do some things remotely. But it's more like the company is appreciating the fact that, that there are things that you can actually handle yeah. pretty well in a remote way. And then they learn like, okay, 
we can actually split these things and put it in this way, uh, but we still need to have some people in the office. So it's good in general for most of the companies, but at least in China, it was pretty hard. Um, the lockdown at the beginning was was quite a hardcore, like a, like a type of army thing. But <laughs> then um, yeah, I remember it was crazy, but I survived. So that's good. Uh, you know, you're talking about working from home and the dynamic of work. And I know your job is to stay on the cutting edge of what's considered innovative or cool, if I could say so. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? How do you find, how do you cool hunt? How do you make sure that your ideas are cutting edge? Still? So the first thing is the fact that I live in China. Because everything is so different here. And I need to build with language, food, culture, people, and so on. It really keeps me out of my comfort zone. And, and allows me to see the things different, right? Like in a, in a broader perspective. Uh, things like working here, how the people work is way different than how they work in Western. So it's not like that make me creative, but that allows me to think in a, let's say, wider way and, and analyze a lot of perspectives. And I will say those perspectives made me more creative because when I try to solve a problem, because, I mean, being creative is just solving problems and sending messages, right? Mm -hmm. Through certain audiences. So when I'm solving a problem, maybe I have more perspective. And I will say, okay, how would they will solve it in Asia? How they will solve it in Western? How can I combine both ways and make something unique? So I appreciate a lot the fact that I'm here. And, and that's one of the biggest reasons I decided to make it my home. It's mm -hmm. because I don't have any other choice than being out of my comfort zone. Literally, I don't have any other choice. And, and that helps a lot. I will say to, to everybody, listen, being creative is not making a good drawing, it's not making a good design, it's just delivering the message. If you find a way to deliver the message that helps a business or helps to solve a problem, then you are creative, even if it is something simple. So it's about understanding people, right? And well, right now it's a bit hard to travel, but I, one of my biggest recommendations is just travel a lot and meet new people, then you will understand new perspectives. Wow, man, dropping science, man. That's advice for life. Appreciate <laughs> for that. Uh, what has been some of the projects you've been working on recently? Some things you've seen in 2021 to 2022 that you've been working on with your clients? Yeah, so I'm working on some clients with cryptocurrency. It's getting boom again. I remember it was hot like six years ago. Now with the NFTs, it's getting hot. Then um, now that things are getting back kind of normal manufacturing companies want to expand their business and be more international so they asked me like for um, support and help like okay how can we make our how can we make it look our factory international we have like hundreds of chinese employees then how can we make it look like we are open to everybody so currently those two let's say fields are the most the most hot right now okay yeah i'm glad you're in the thick of it um, you know, yeah. we talked about being able to to move, uh, to put your vision where it's most needed. Uh, is China your your destination nation, or is there other countries you're thinking about bringing your brand to as you as you expand and your profile raises? So I I'm open to everything, but uh, I'll say right now that because I'm here and it's easy for me to move inside China. Um, mm -hmm. It's good to help all these Chinese companies. And then also for Western companies that try to expand a little bit to Asia or just to have like a fresh, fresh mind going to their 
to their portfolio or product and say, okay, you guys need to change this. So definitely it needs to be like a startups or, or companies working in technology because let's say if somebody asks me, I don't know, for a coffee shop, that is like a nice example. Uh, yeah, I ne definitely need to visit a coffee shop and take a look around, but if I cannot travel, then it's, it's hard. But in terms of technology and so on, it's easier just to share what you're doing. You can check the technology and so on yeah. and, and be able to, to make a transformation, right? Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's kind of cool that now you're seeing the nature of work changing, like you don't really have to move places, but I bet if there's an opportunity somewhere, you probably go out there and be consulted or, <laughs> you know, fly you yeah. in or. <laughs> it's super good. It's super good. As as a professional, that's, that's one side of things, but you're also a human being. I mean, it, what does Carlos do for fun? How does he refill the cup? How does he recharge? So how do I recharge? Number one, tattoos. I'm um, okay. all covering tattoos. And, and oh, I great. have like my, pro yeah, my, my life project is like it all covered in a nice way. It's, I see that tattoos like a meditation way to put my heart on my skin. Mm -hmm. So tattoos take time, take pain, and it's like a rewarding pain. So that's like the first thing I do for fun, even mm -hmm. if it is painful. Second one, uh, I like I love to draw. So I like to go out places I haven't been, get inspired, and then try to draw whatever I feel I want to draw. No, nothing specific. It's just how I feel. And of course, finally, like enjoy a good cup of coffee. I mean, Costa Rica, we have great coffee. So I'm always like trying to find those good coffee shops. And and then I combine everything. I get like, okay, one long tattoo session. Yeah. Then I go and get inspired. And then I got a good coffee. That will be like, kind of like a nice day. What's a, what's an ideal coffee for you? I'm just curious. Like what coffee do you like? So it's, it's interesting because in, in Asia, the culture is also too much about coffees to wake up. So mm -hmm. I try to find these independent small coffee shops that they actually try to roast the beans and, and having their own specific flavor. And, and, and let's say instead of buying the coffee, I try to buy the story, why they open the coffee shop, why they believe in coffee and, and why they enjoy it. So it's kind of, I'm drinking the story of the coffee shop and, and the story of the owner and so on. That's yeah. the type of coffees I'm looking for. For example, I, I won't go to a Starbucks. Right. Uh, the Starbucks, yeah, is, is to go and wake up but I prefer to go to these small independent coffee shops and, and maybe the guy or the girl fall in love because they were in another country and takes the best coffee ever. And they say, okay, I need to open a coffee shop. So believe, see what they believe and, and feel those stories is what attracts me to those coffee shops. It's funny you say that because perhaps ironically, I was like you, I used to drink, it was cheap at first. I used to be, yeah, I have coffee, I drink a coffee. But the first story I bought um, it was, I was, uh, in college. I, I did, I studied abroad in Costa Rica and I was like, I was 20 at the time. And we went to a mm -hmm. coffee tour of Cafe Brit. And then, so I had the coffee was uh -huh. roasted and that was the first time I bought, I bought the story of coffee and it just happened to be in Costa Rica, which is pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Man. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah we like, we like a lot of story. Yeah. yeah. yeah the stuff is great there. I mean, look, Costa Rican coffee is like hands down one of the best in the region. There I say. <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> do you, as someone who works for yourself as an entrepreneur as well and a consultant, do you have days off? And if so, do you schedule those or are just kind of naturally occurring? How does that work? Uh, that's a great question. And, and people that work as a consultant or this type of thing, 
they shoot the schedule the days off. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't say all the weeks are the same day off. Sometimes a Sunday can look exactly like a Monday, but you got to take a time for yourself. The problem is when you are like this, um, that line between work and life is very thin. So you got to say like, okay, no, I'm going to take care of this project until this time. And then I'm going to stop. Even if I cannot stop thinking about the project, I need to stop. So yeah, I have days off, but they're completely different. When, for example, a Wednesday can be a day off. Yeah. When somebody is like super busy and I just decide, no, actually today I, I can schedule some time for myself and do my things and just go and find a new coffee shop. Or, or for example, when I like to do tattoo sessions, it's like Tuesday. Tuesday is my tattoo day. So totally between the week and I'm like, no, today is for myself. You got to find a time for yourself. It refreshes you. It gives you, you cannot be creative if you're too full of things. True. I agree with that. I mean, if you, if you have no space to, to get new ideas, you're stuck with the old stuff, but I'm just curious. Why Tuesday? Why is Tuesday tattoo day? Long time ago was, so I moved here and then I found a new tattoo shop to continue my tattoos. And they told me, no, the, the day that we have free is Tuesday. That was the first day. And suddenly I was like, it's like everybody's so busy that when you go out, you have time to check everything. Everything's yeah. like free. Yeah. Because you even if you go like shopping mall or the restaurant, so on, it's like more space. So I said, okay, you know what? So it's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a day for myself in which I can really enjoy. Because if you go out on a Sunday, everything's packed and, yeah. and everybody's out. So it's, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Not the same. Do you get homesick? Like you just want a good hot bowl of guy opinto or something like that? Like you ever be like, oh, I just want to, I want to go back home to the crib. Or you kind of like, nah, this is, we're good. Uh, I think, I think right now I don't get homesick at the beginning. I kind of miss a, a bit of food. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss a bit of food and maybe the weather. But now that I moved to this city that is hotter, I'm, I'm fine. I'm really yeah. fine. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm originally from New York. And I regret the same, not the same thing, but I lived in Los Angeles for 15 years. And I kind of feel like LA is kind of a, a second home now. Yeah, I spent so much yeah, time out course. there. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So, so we're at December 2021 as we record this. 2022 is on the horizon. Do you do resolutions and goals or is it just kind of like take it one day at a time? What's your approach as we roll on to the next year? So, again, great question. Uh, People like to, to ask you, right, how do you see yourself or what is your goal? So let's say, I don't know, seven years ago, I will never think I will be in China. Mm-hmm. Never. It was not even in my mind to say I will end up in China. So I try to take day by day. I I have a vision of what I, I want to go. So let's say I have a destination, how I want to be, who I want to be. But I give totally space, totally space for life to to give me things and see how can I handle it and, and where can I go. I cannot say, for example, I will be in China. Right. It is my home, but the, as I said, I, wa- I was never thinking I was going to end up here. So it's good to have a vision. It's good to have a destination, but there are many ways to get there. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep it nice and fluid. You're not like mad yeah. with yourself. The plan takes a detour or anything like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, on a personal level, do you do you keep like a travel bucket list? Like, are you kind of like, man, I want to hit up anything cool? Like, ah, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm dying to to travel freely again. Uh, I had I have hit a couple of my items in the in the bucket list, but I still, yeah. I mean, the, the world is huge. I gotta go everywhere. 
Yeah, the world is huge, which is pretty cool. And uh, just because I'm completely selfish, if you have any tips for someone who's thinking about going visiting China, any like pro tips you can help me out with? <laughs> so you better start trying Chinese food in U.S. A lot <laughs> because, because here is quite di quite different. And no, just just come with a very open mind. Actually, Chinese people yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. nice. It's just come relax. Make sure you get used to the food and. You're going to have a good time. Okay. That's great. Good to know. Keep an open mind is always advice for life. And and if someone yeah. was listening to this right now and they're like, oh my gosh, I want someone to really take my, my business or service, give it a fresh look. They want to contact you, Carlos. How do they go about doing that? Yeah. So they can visit my website, lastrescarlos.com, or they can put in, in social media, my name, Carlos Lastres, and you will find out. The same in Google. If you put Carlos Lastres, you will find my LinkedIn and my website top. Uh, and then they, they can reach me. Uh, just send me a message. They will find my email, my phone, and my website, and my LinkedIn. And I can take a look at that, what, you, what the people is offering and then see how can we work together. That's how you know you made it when you're on the page one of Google. You know what I mean? <laughs> it took me 15 yeah, years to exactly. make that first page. <laughs> uh, that's exactly. great. So now I'm happy that was that's what I say. Just put my name and then I will be there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, for those that listen to the show, usually typically there are people that are trying to, to, to try their own creative projects or just make that pivot. Mm -hmm. Before we get out of here, do you have any bit of advice? Just a little bit of a thing you've learned or something like that to say, hey, look, go for it. Lean into it. Be your, be your own inside creative. Yeah, of course. Uh, I will say what makes me a, a good professional and uh, maybe two things. Number one, as I said, out of the comfort zone. And and out of the comfort zone is not actually that you suffer and then you need to be uncomfortable. It's just being in places that make you be more aware. Aware that you don't live alone, aware that there are some other people thinking different than you, and aware of how to solve way. And number two is that when you are creative working in design or anything related you're actually developing always for somebody else not for you mm -hmm. and when you know that you can take care of the details and when you make software apps devices or whatever you shouldn't you are not going to use them so you got to think how the, the user is going to behave or how are they going to react to it once you understand that you have a better eye about how to develop the things so much fun, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Reader. I want you back because I, I really feel like people are going to listen to this one and be like, oh my gosh, Carlos was telling us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Thanks for the show. Appreciate you. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure, man. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>